Well, hi there and welcome to Scattered People number 17, going through the book of Acts together, hoping to hear God speak to us in the midst of this coronavirus crisis, hearing what's God saying to us prophetically, what's God trying to do in the church. Thank you for all your comments over the last couple of days as we've been looking at Acts chapter 4 and this whole theme of is God preparing the church in the Western world to know how to live in time of persecution. If you've not been following some of the comments, look at the comments on uh, yesterday and the day before's YouTube videos uh, or go on any social media, hashtag scattered people. You'll see some of the comments that people have been posting around this whole thing that I'm suggesting is true, that that God is helping us to grasp that we can do church without having to meet in such large public gatherings, that God is making us bolder, that God is making us unwilling to be silenced, and God is making us less ignorable as churches, and that that is ultimately going to lead to persecution, which is going to lead to difficulty in gathering, which is going to lead to gospel growth across the Western world. Uh, It's been a great conversation the last 48 hours. You'll see I've commented on a number of comments. I've replied and there's a good conversation going on. Uh, I'm I'm going to take us in a slightly different direction today. Uh, I'm just going to pick up one verse from Acts 14 in the passage that we've looked at the last couple of days. And it's one of my favourite verses in the whole of the Bible. And I really believe it's one of the things that God is teaching the church right now. I want to make you aware of it if you're not already. And I want to carry on some of our discussion together. So do comment on this. Do do put comments on the YouTube video. Hashtag scattered people on social media. Let's talk about this next theme. And here's my question. How is God the most glorified in the world? Think about it. How is God most glorified in the world? I believe, at least, that God is the most glorified weak people who find themselves able to do extraordinary things, even though they are incredibly ordinary. They're able to do extraordinary things by the power of God. It's when weak people do great things that God gets the greatest glory because people know that it's him and not them. Here's one of my favourite verses in the Bible. It's the only verse we're going to look at today, but you might want to open your Bible and have it in front of you. It's Acts 4.13. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realised that they were unschooled, ordinary, everyday men, they were astonished and took note these men have been with Jesus. This is like one of the one of the life verses that I've got. It's why the church I lead in London is called Everyday Church. It's not just that we're following Jesus every day. It's that we are everyday people who have an extraordinary God and that he gains the most glory when we admit that we are ordinary. It's as he, Jesus, you know, the Lord says to the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, My grace is made perfect in your weakness. And Paul says, therefore, I boast all the more in my weaknesses, because when I'm weak, then God's strong. So what I believe God's doing at this season, he's doing it for us as as whole churches. There is something about our churches. We've been strong for some time. Many of our churches have great buildings. Many of our churches have great preachers and great worship leaders and great welcome teams and and, and great ministries, all of which have had to stop 
during this coronavirus lockdown. We, we've gone in just a matter of days and weeks from being strong churches to being, where are you churches? And I believe there's an element as, as corporate church that God is actually weakening us in order to bring more glory to himself. One of my greatest pleasures in this season, and I don't want to underestimate the pain of it, I'm experiencing that as a pastor. I'm close up with people's real pain through this crisis. Married to a doctor, I'm really close up to what my wife is facing each day medically. I don't want to make light of the season we're in, but there are some joys in the season we're in. And one of the great joys for me has been seeing what I would call ordinary church members doing extraordinary things for God. There's something about the season we're in that is causing me to look at people in the church that I lead and I'm thinking, wow, these people have been with Jesus. And I believe this is part of what God's doing in this season. He is helping us to realize This is how God gains the greatest glory and we can rejoice in our weaknesses because it's when we're weak that we're strong. I'm seeing people uh, who I didn't realise were such fervent prayers, praying fervently. It's making me think, wow, when I hear you pray, when I spend time with you just on Zoom, listening to your intercessory life, I take note that you've been with Jesus. I think we're in a financially difficult situation. The church I lead, I'm looking at our financial figures, our giving has fallen off a cliff at the moment. I think that's because people are planning to give, but they're just not doing it in a hurry because there's so much financial stuff going on in their lives. I think some people have lost their jobs. Uh, Our our giving as a church has has really plummeted. Uh, I think we're in a season where some people are giving generously even though they're in financial difficulty, and I am taking note. These people have been with Jesus. I could never have persuaded them to give financially to the church the way they're doing it. They're not doing it because I'm a good pastor. They're doing it because they've been with Jesus. I'm seeing people who are inviting their friends to online church, who are sharing the gospel with people, and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, you have been with Jesus. This wasn't an evangelistic training course. This wasn't one of my sermons that really fired you up to go and talk to your friends. I'm looking at your life on social media as you're sharing with people and I'm thinking, wow, you've been with Jesus. I'm hearing about everyday acts of kindness. People who, no one would No one would criticise them if they battened down the hatches and said, I'm just going to hang on. I'm going to try and survive this difficult period for me and my family who are going over and above just to help the people in their neighbourhood. A couple of my church, they've recently had a baby. Uh, They've had COVID-19. If anybody should be battening down the hatches and basically saying, we've had this virus, we've got a newborn baby, We we should not be helping anyone but who are leaving notes for the bin man on, on their wheelie bins saying, thank you so much for doing a great job. Can we pray for you? Who are leaving messages on their front fence for neighbours saying, if there's any way we can help you, here's our number. You know, I'm just, just one couple in the church, but I'm giving you an example of people I think, wow, I take note that you have been with Jesus. I believe one of the things that God's doing in this season is he's weaning us off the celebrity pastor, 
the celebrity worship leader, the uh, the wonderful leader mentality that we've had as churches, where we look to a few key people to bring the prophetic words, to preach a good enough sermon to get me through the week, to disciple me and look out for my kids. You know, even as a parent, I can't rely on the wonderful everyday kids workers to disciple my kids. I'm having to have deeper personal devotions with my family than we've had for ages because they ain't getting any discipleship that I'm not giving them. And there's something that's happening in our churches right now where ordinary people are realizing I cannot rely on the pastor on a platform. And I'm seeing small group leaders. I'm seeing just groups of friends. I'm seeing husbands. I'm seeing wives. I'm seeing mums. I'm seeing dads. I'm seeing workers. I'm seeing neighbors. I'm seeing people who are basically saying, I am full of the Holy Spirit and I'm going to make a difference where I am. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things and the people around them taking note and saying, I can see that this person has been with Jesus. We're yet to see what evangelistic fruit we bear in this season, but I do know that some of my own friends who are not believers are seeing in my own life in this period, not hey, he leads a big church, or wow, you know, he, he's, he's responsible for a spiritual ministry. They're just seeing me as a dad and a neighbor and as a friend, being there for them, reaching out to them, showing them the love of Jesus. I believe in this season, God is weaning us off the, the elevation of a few to ministry. And this idea of these guys are our leaders, I'm a nobody, God is actually helping us to grasp that ordinary people can do extraordinary things by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I firmly, firmly, firmly believe God gets the most glory when ordinary people do extraordinary things by the power of God's Spirit and people take note that they've been with Jesus. My big prayer, and I want you to join me with this and I'll end today. Please would you join me in praying this. My big fear, and therefore my big prayer, is that when we finally start meeting again, that this thing that God's been doing in us, that it would not stop, that we would not go back to relying on the few people on the platform, that we would not start elevating a few people to leadership and thinking God couldn't do this through me. I believe there's an emancipation of every church member. There's an emancipation of every believer to attempt great things for God by the power of the Spirit of God so that those around us don't say, wow, those are gifted leaders. But they just look at ordinary, unschooled, everyday people like Acts 4.13 and they take note. These people have been with Jesus. Let me pray. And just, I'll just end our time together today. Lord, I just pray for me, for the church I lead, for everyone who's, who's uh, listening to this scattered people message. I pray, Lord, you will help us to grasp that we give you great glory when ordinary people do extraordinary things in your name. Help us not to rely on a few leaders, but Lord, help us to make this our new way of living, that Christianity is an every member ministry thing. Everybody gets to play. And Lord, I pray that we will give you great glory as people look at us and they say, wow, they're just ordinary people. But I take note that they've been with Jesus. I pray do this deep work in us, Lord, for your glory. Amen. I would love to know what you're thinking about these messages, what God's saying to you as we look at the book of Acts together. So comment on YouTube or hashtag scattered people. We'll be back again tomorrow for some more scattered people. See you tomorrow.